listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. It's time for American RVer. On this show, we travel to northern Michigan and give you a look at Indigo Bluffs, a unique RV resort coupled with an RV park with great access to Lake Michigan, Sleeping Bear National Lakeshore, and some interesting little towns and lakes in the Empire area. Next, we speak with Don and Kim Green, owners of Harvest Hosts, a community of wineries and farms across the country that you can stay at in your RV. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. Jim and I have been vacationing this week and we're real excited about going to northern Michigan. And if you know Michigan at all, if you take your left hand and put it up, you'll see that the thumb is on the east side, the little pinkies on the right hand side. We're over here on the pinky side near Empire, Michigan. So if you get out your map and take a look at that, you see where Traverse City is. We're a little bit west of that at a resort called Indigo Bluffs. And with me today is Gary Becker, and he's the owner of Indigo Bluffs. And we're going to talk a little bit about this resort and RV park and uh, see what you can do to get here or why you might want to come. Thanks for joining me, Gary. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate okay, it. so Indigo Bluffs uh, is really a two-part community, really. You have a, a motor coach section and you have an RV park. That's correct. What we're trying to do, uh, perhaps courageously, is, is to address the entire market or experience of RVing. And to us, that means you know, the high-end motor coaches, you've got the senior couples, the baby boomer generation, if you will, and, and uh, we know and appreciate what their needs are and their desires, and they seem to be very captivated and excited to be here. There's many, many things. It's a very active area. Um, they can not only get involved in our community here, as we call plugging in, but they can plug into the external community um, in the surrounding area with, I mean, all of the functions and clubs and activities and, and things that there are going on. And then you've got the, um, you know, the rest of the RV community that seem to be um, out there and wanting to be identified and come to very special places and, and nice resorts and they could be younger families they can also be up to you know the boomer generation as well just may not drive a motor coach i mean they have a beautiful fifth wheel or something else and so we're trying to address all those all those people in two different uh parks two different entrances you know two different experiences really mm -hmm. well what are some of the amenities at indigo bluffs for both of those well groups? right now we're uh, we're into our second year and we have a you know beautiful pool area that we have uh, redesigned and uh, redone last year. Uh, we have a number of outdoor spaces that uh, people can gather at or you know do functions. We have a, a pond and waterfall area. We do a number of functions there, whether it be a simple campfire and some singing or entertaining, uh, to making s'mores, um, you know, simple things like that. We have a a playground. Um, there's a pavilion area we've done some things and then it's just uh you know the rest of amenities would be your bathhouses and showers and right, okay. facilities well it is an absolutely gorgeous area and we've really enjoyed it so far but other things that we've enjoy enjoyed is just being in the upper peninsula 
it's not the upper peninsula of Michigan, but it's this upper peninsula of lower Michigan, we'll call it that. <laughs> right. It, it, technically, the weather guys will refer to it as northern lower Michigan. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, so they're trying to identify with people. Obviously, not up here. They'll do that downstate. Um, right. The, the peninsula that we're in now, which is referred to as it's Leelanau County, also referred to as the Leelanau Peninsula. Uh, Leelanau is an Indian word meaning land of delight. And oh. it, it, it doesn't disappoint. Um, the peninsula area here adjoining Traverse City, if you can, if you uh, combine those two areas, it's, it's Michigan's number one tourist destination. Hmm. It's also on a number of lists of top destinations and many accolades from best outdoors, best small town, best uh, uh, Epicurean or foodie destinations, uh, best wine destination. Um, and uh, also it makes a lot of top five lists for best retirement destinations. So in order hmm. to be on those lists, obviously there are a number of things that you have to have, both that are essential and you know, like hospital health care to things that what are we going to do? I mean, this is a place you just, you can't be bored. Right. Uh, there are just numerous festivals, 28 wineries in our county Right, alone. the Sleeping Bear Dunes over on Lake Michigan is Ex awesome. Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful scenery. You've got that whole park and that now amasses almost 80,000 acres. So um, yeah. you've got hiking trails and biking trails and there are climbs and um, obviously. And it's a national seashore, isn't it? It's a national lake shore. It was uh, developed in, in an act form, much like Glacier, Yosemite, all the same parks back in 1974. And it was done by a senator by the name of Philip Hart, who saw the area. It took him, I don't know how many years, maybe 10, to get it put into law and be protected. He was right. so taken by the space. He was like, right. well, this couldn't be just developed and, and so people couldn't get at it. So the park is, is actually, you can get to a hundred different points on the beach. There's no gates anywhere. Very easy navigate, beautiful. Yeah, and unlike some of the sea dunes, seashore dunes, you can actually walk on these dunes. They encourage it. Very much so. Um, there aren't a lot of crazy limitations. Uh, people take their pets. Obviously, you know everybody's responsible and cleans up mm -hmm. after them. So, you know they they allow for those things. There are some limitations in some areas about fires, uh, but for the most part, people are just looking. Yeah. The, the sunsets here are are amazing. And if you go to any beach anywhere, you'll find a crowd of people. They take their favorite snack, beverage. They got kids. The it's it's we had a little beach party last week it was fantastic i mean it was just some simple stuff went out there everybody just really enjoyed it and the most amazing thing is the sun sets and the show continues for about another 45 minutes which is uh pretty intriguing to people yeah. they, they don't see that too often well we are in the northern half of the country and it seems like the sun sets a little bit later here than it might down in texas where we've been spending a lot of time well exactly uh, you know you've got the one of the famous uh, routes almost like route 66 highway one in california um Lula county has m22 and m22 mm -hmm. is a it's a beautiful they call also call it harbor highway um it in circles, just not in circles, I guess, uh, it goes along it's the coastline, mm -hmm. follows the coastline, and um, there are a number of great sites off that, all the beaches and little towns, and it's, uh, you know, it's quite a spot to, uh, to investigate right. and see different places. So the things that we talked about, Michigan, how beautiful it mm -hmm. is, a great place to be, lots of activities, is that why you're here? Uh, it actually is. Um, I am, it's kind of a funny story. I'm, I'm born and raised in Michigan, 
and have lived here now 47 years old. It took my wife and my mother-in-law, who are both from Pittsburgh, with two of my four boys when they were, uh, I believe, the ages of uh, four and two, they came up for a trip. We were looking for a place to host a family reunion. And I was on a business trip. I called my wife. I asked her where she was. She said, they're in Glen Arbor. I said, where is that? <laughs> she told me and kind of laughed. And, and it was the engaging, the things that really gripped them were, of course, the, the beauty, the beaches. Um, they were at the dunes, the tiny little towns, all the art and the food culture, um, you know, the fresh air, the temperature. It's just always amazing. There's very little humidity, very little bugs mm -hmm. here, and sunshine is usually out um, in in abundance. And the other thing that captivated them were the little their little stands at the end of a lot of driveways. You know, the little farm. Everybody's a farmer. I here. stopped at one yesterday. It's kind of my like, cherries and yeah, corn. Yeah, to yeah. take your cherries. At this time, it was pumpkins and put the money in the box. Right. And it's just. Uh, you know, this is an area that, that typifies that or the simplicity that I think we maybe saw when we were growing up. You know, that mm -hmm. sort of front porch, comfortable nature. You're sitting on the porch, you're waving, saying hi to neighbors when they maybe came home from work, brought in their groceries, whatever it was. And here, it's, it's, there's, a, there's a constant feeling of that. There's a, mm -hmm. almost more than just preserving the beauty here, but there's a preservation of an attitude, I guess you could say. And people feel it when they come here. They're, they just feel more at ease. They, people that come here once will come again. People that come more than once seem to make a great habit of it. And, and the traditions that are here, um, it's a place, you know, people typically don't lock their doors, don't lock their houses or their cars. Or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you meet your neighbor who runs this gallery or that gallery or that Wait, store. Don't, don't tell people that because we don't want any yeah. of that bad element to come up here. <laughs> No, there's, there's no bad element in our ears. I, I think uh, we've had a, a great audience of people, and that's the neat thing about it is uh, I think the RVing community is, I always tease us, like, is there a handshake, a class, or something you guys take? <laughs> Everybody is always so neighborly and hospitable, and that's one of the driving interests for me in, in loving this and loving what my wife and mother-in-law discovered and now... Um, I'm participating in and my family's here and we're all working and participating in Indigo and it's and it's it's fun it's it's right it's uh, it's a great lifestyle it's a great place to to enjoy that right and that's what we like about being full-time RVers too is is all of you because you make us feel welcome we hope to continue to be a part of your lives as you kind of travel with us around the country well Gary let's talk about what those sites look like in the motor coach resort section Sure. Uh, the goal here was really to, to blend in with our existing environment. It's a very beautiful piece of property. There's a lot of mature trees and tree stands and a gentle roll to it. So the idea, you know, obviously a, a motor coach resort requires hard surface. Um, you know, you park your coach in beautiful patios, and we chose to transition that into the natural spaces. So we've um, we blended in with, you've got turf area at a site, you've got your stamped uh, concrete patios mm -hmm. and pads, and then we buffer that with mixing in our wildflowers, which show the contours of the land, and we kept a lot of tree stands and transplanted a lot of trees. So in short, we, we wanted to create an experience that's, that's a beautiful outdoor experience, not feeling like um, you're in a man-made 
uh, area, but you have obviously all the features mm -hmm. that uh, that man can create. So mm -hmm. that's what our goal was to uh, you know keep the beauty and uh, provide the comfort. We sure do appreciate you being with us, Gary, and good best of luck with Indigo Bluffs, uh, both the motor coach section and the RV resort well, section. Well, thank you very much. We're, um, we're getting a great response to our, yeah. our natural landscape and, and the approach that we took in building things, you know, trying to blend into the environment yeah. that was here. We have lots of nice trees and... Yeah, it's, and it's gorgeous. ...changing topography and... Uh, okay. Well, but, if someone uh, wants to coming. find out about Indigo Bluffs, how would they contact you? Well, the easiest place probably is start our website, which is indigobluffs.com. Uh, people are always certainly welcome to call us, and uh, they can reach us here at the resort uh, by calling 800-224-4488 or, you know, on our email, email through the website, okay. contact myself or my manager, Janice. Terrific. Thanks so much, Gary. You're welcome. Thanks for All right. Me. We'll be right back with more of American RVer. We'll be back with Don and Kim Green of Harvest Hosts. RVers, listen up. Have you been wanting a new TV satellite system or that new Motosat internet uplink equipment? Cordell Sales and Service, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, is the premier satellite systems installer and repair center for the Southeast. Our mobile technicians do make house calls and will repair or install on-site. Call Cordell at 704-264-9486 or email mohotogo at cs.com. Connecting customers to satellites since 1995 with sales, parts, and service. And welcome back to this edition of Friends Across America. We're in hot, hot, hot Iowa. I guess it's been hot this summer all over the Midwest and we have not escaped any of that heat and humidity. But the reason we're here is for the Winnebago Itasca Travelers Rally. And at the rally, we were glad to have met Don and Kim Green of Harvest Hosts. And they've agreed to be our guests on this edition of Friends Across America. Thanks for joining me today. Well, thanks very well, much. Thank you, yeah, well, tell me about Harvest Hosts. What's that all about? Well, it's a brand new, well, nearly a brand new program. We've been around for a year and a half, mm -hmm. and we're a community of farmers, winemakers, and RVers who have combined to provide an alternative to campgrounds. Oh man, that's awesome. When Jim and I first started RVing, it's been three and a half years full time, I said, hey, you know what we could do, how we could plan our trips is we could go from winery to winery to winery. <laughs> You guys weren't in business then. No, I wish we were. <laughs> really sorry about that. <laughs> so we found other alternatives, and we still have enjoyed this great country. But uh, are you? What do you do? You go to a winery or a farm, and you say, "Hey, you have a parking spot for RVs." So how does this work? Well, in a sense, you'll be able to do that. But what we do is we do a lot of research online, and we email and call and speak to hundreds, if not thousands, of wineries and farms, and invite them to join us and now we have 305 farms and wineries across North America so that we're talking US, Canada and even Baja California hmm. who are part of the program who are looking to be RV friendly and let the world know that and as a thank you for our members uh, we're allowed to park overnight on their facilities uh, dry camping. Okay. So tell me, now a winery is a no-brainer. We all know what a winery is. But now farm means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. What constitutes a farm 
for Harvest Hosts? Well, we have all different kinds of farms. We have vegetable farms, fruit farms, we have orchards, we have alpaca farms, we have lavender farms, we've got sugar houses in Vermont, we've got apple orchards in Michigan, we've even got a gator farm in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> so farm encompasses all different kinds of uh, agricultural um, farms. Uh, anything that um, grows something in our mind is a farm or has something to do with animals is uh, qualifies for our program. What we're basically looking for are places that have something to sell. The, one of the purposes of Harvest Hosts is to support uh, agriculture, agricultural producers, and so all of our um, hosts have something to sell and they would be very appreciative if members of Harvest Hosts would purchase something from them. And even if you don't purchase something, if you when, you, when you show up at the Harvest Host, of course, you have to call ahead of time, make sure that they know you're coming. But if you go to the farm market, you do a tasting, you do a tour, wander around the orchard, at least show that you're interested in their business. Um, not everybody buys any everything when you go to a regular store. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the farms and wineries here. Mm -hmm. You're a prospective customer. customer. Sorry, <laughs> prospective customer. And, you know, so you look and you try out their products, and if you find something you like, well, make it's a purchase, support yeah. the farmers. Okay. I'm thinking farms, I'm thinking off the beaten path. So if I'm traveling down an interstate, am I likely to find a site? You're likely to find a site. Uh, we have a mix of locations that are, are interstate um, friendly, interstate accessible. close, accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, as well as the places that are a few miles off. What Harvest House is all about, although we do have very easy accessible places, since you have to uh, arrive at a host location during business hours, it doesn't necessarily uh, lend itself to those people who are on a destination, going from point A to point B, mm -hmm. and just looking for a point to stop until they get in, on the okay. road in the morning. For okay. those people, they probably already have the Walmart in their GPS and so they know the big box store and go to the big box store. And then next time when they have an extra day or a few extra hours, join Harvest Host, stop at a winery, stop at a farm and relax. Okay. How did you come up with this idea? Well, what we were traveling in Europe a couple of years ago in our motorhome and uh, they have great programs like this there. They've been going on for about 17 years and uh, we just thought it was such a fantastic idea that when we came back to the U.S. we decided that uh, we wanted to join one. Well, we looked around and there wasn't one. So we thought, well, this is such a fantastic idea, we have to create one here. So in the fall of 2009 we started researching wineries and farms and uh, making phone calls and emails and recruiting hosts and they have joined up uh, like crazy, we've currently got uh, 304, 305, we just got a new one, and uh, so we're just uh, adding constantly, we're adding new hosts and uh, just creating this great network, network for uh, people to join mm -hmm. and uh, have great times. Um, it is a membership program and it's $30 a year uh, and you get it's all online. You get all your access online. We have a directory that uh, shows you where all the locations are. 
and uh, you also get access to all of our maps online. Uh, we have a great search locator where you can put in um, one location and it'll tell you where all the hosts are within a hundred miles oh, nice. of that location. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also have a forum where the uh, members can read people's trip reports and when they've had a great experience they go online and they add their own. Fantastic! Yeah, you guys have covered all the bases, it sounds like, from having member feedback to probably host feedback mm -hmm. to uh, finding, you know, that search engine is a great idea because you don't always know where you're going to stop it makes one night. It, it makes it so. really easy. You can decide uh, the day before and say, okay, this is the direction we're going to go. Let's see what's within 100 miles right. of where we, uh, we want to go. Anticipate and ending, yeah. Yeah, you, then you can just, oh, let's go that way. There's a great host there. <laughs> and the good thing for you is you get to work while you're in your RV. It's terrific. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Are you full-time RVers? No, we're, we're part-time RVers because we started a new business, so uh -huh. we're basically full-time business people right now, <laughs> entrepreneurs. Uh, we've, we would like to be able to work from the road, and that's what we're doing while we're doing the rallies. Uh, right now, we're doing three rallies this summer uh, because we don't do very much advertising. Uh, we do face-to-face -face rallies, mm -hmm. and we, our, our members are great evangelists for us. Right. They really, you know, once they go to one host, they, they just love it. It reinforces the idea, and they tell all their friends. Well, it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun because, like you say, you're going to this host during business hours. There's going to be someone there that you're going to connect with. It's sort of like going to a bed and breakfast, only you're cooking your own breakfast. And you're bringing your own bed. And you're bringing your own bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but you have that same personal connection. You learn a little bit more about the area than you otherwise would if you stayed at a box store or whatever and you were just traveling. Oh, absolutely. That's one of the great things so. about the hosts is that they can tell yeah. you all about the surrounding areas and uh, just send you in new directions. Right, right. So tell me your uh, contact information if someone was interested in joining either as uh, a member uh, of the community or if they wanted to host or, you know, be one of your hosts. Or well, straight away they can go to our website, which is uh, www.harvesthosts.com. H-O-S-T-S dot com mm -hmm. and uh, we have a contact form right there so they can just fill out the form and send it to us or uh, if they get to the form and they don't want to use the form our email address is right there as well which okay. is contact at harvesthosts.com easy enough nice and easy mm -hmm. and our phone number is 928-277-1661 and okay, it is just right. the two of us so you'll always get one of us Okay, that sounds great. Well, good luck on your new venture. I hope you sell gangbusters. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. What a great idea. Thank, thank you very you. much. We appreciate All right. it. And thanks for joining us on this edition of American RVer. All your satellite TV and internet needs, call Cordell Satellite Sales and Service at 704-264-9486.